Are you ready? I think so. Three, two, one. What's up, bitches? <laughs> I missed it then. <laughs> What's up, bitches? Hello, motherfuckers. We are back. We're feeling fresh. Sophie's just having a little sip of her. Sorry, I just realised we were recording as I like, yeah, no. that. <laughs> it wasn't even like you turned your head away. You were like full on in the mic like... <laughs> oh my frappuccino that's some asmr there <laughs> yes it is literally you're getting some free content here oh the beautiful stick yeah i know i hate that stuff yeah, unless have you ever watched the videos where like they're chopping the vegetables on the wood in, no. on tiktok any kind oh. of sounds like that just make me uncomfortable oh i love the food ones I like the sizzling of the meat that goes into oh, the pan oh it's no. fucking <clears throat> it makes me feel dirty no i love it uh, yeah oh i hate oh. it <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so anyway, do you want to take it away with the message that we received? So basically, we asked on the last podcast um, for people to write into us if they had experienced any kind of sexual harassment or sexual assault in the workplace, because obviously that's what we were talking about. Mm. We had quite a few messages, but we were looking through them this morning, and there was one in particular that really kind of like stood out to us as being quite horrific. It was quite horrific, and I'm going to read it out to you now. So. She says, I've been listening to your podcast about men in the workplace. I remember one time this lad tried to pull my trousers down. I was horrified. It was years ago now, but I couldn't believe it. I tried to laugh it off and say, no, don't do that again. I was on my period as well. Okay, the first thing that comes comes into my head is fucking loser. That yeah, guy is fuck? a fucking loser. Like, trying to pull her trousers down in the workplace. You know what? If you're trying to pull, like your trousers down anyway yeah. if it's not like a partner or consensual or um, it's completely random or it's just it, it's all about consent yeah and you're like, kind I mean, of a nonce why would you think that some girl that you work with would give you consent to in the middle of the workplace just pull her trousers down yeah it's just so it's so confusing to me and it makes me really upset because I couldn't even imagine how she felt she said it was years ago and like she laughed it off and stuff like that and that's just a prime example of girls that don't or can't or are too embarrassed to say anything else other than <laughs> no stop yeah, don't, don't do, do that. that because we all know that when we're in a situation where we're nervous we're not really sure what's going to happen we laugh about you it. do and you, you just laugh it off we do you just laugh it off mm-hmm. because it's it's awkward and it's embarrassing and that's just a prime example like that's do you know what actually that message leads us into what we're even talking about today um so i I'm really sorry that that happened to you and it's upsetting that you've had to or experienced that and I'm really glad that you were able to message us and kind of open up about it. Um, we've got links in our bios um, on the podcast if you ever need to talk to anyone or any charities um, and then obviously our DMs are always open as well. So thank you so much for writing in um, but we thought we would just share that one because it really links into what we're actually talking about Mm -hmm. today today we're going to talk about a situation of something that happened to me uh september 2019 yes 2019 um so it was quite a while ago now however this certain subject has followed me ever since up until right now up until right this moment and we are in 2021 now um and there's been like threats and there's been warnings about mm-hmm. if we talk about it or so much as mention it in fact i have a screenshot here of a certain someone's story um who this podcast is referring to and somewhat about today um and it says 
I will fully rip them a new one if they so much as mention it. Well, hello, baby boy. Here we are. We are here to mention it. (laughs) Because there is not one person who will threaten us into silence. silence about a situation that is to do with me. And a situation they put you in the whole reason why we've had hate over the last year or so mm-hmm. in fact in this very same screenshot he says <laughs> her mong-eyed friend taylor mm-hmm. right so it's it's almost two years later and you're still name calling at me mm-hmm. and taking the piss out of the way that i look uh, you cannot threaten us into silence and say nasty things about us we are adults you cannot name cool people anymore and i mean the actual audacity of this guy trying to silence my story yeah like my own experience that that you were humiliated in and then called a liar um you were name called into being told that what you were saying is wrong Mm -hmm. and like girls jumping on the bandwagon and then slagging us off for our job and all that sort of stuff but we'll get completely into that and it all make full sense i just want to make a disclaimer that everything that we say in this podcast is completely factual. It is factual. Um, And not only is it factual, it's from our side. Mm -hmm. It's from our point of view. You cannot say that that is incorrect and you cannot say that that is not okay and wrong because if we feel a certain type of way about something, then you, you can't... Yeah, exactly. This is all down to how I feel about the situation. Other than the fact that not just how you feel about it it's it actually is, is what it is yeah we have no means to name call anyone insult anyone that is literally not what we're here to do i've been yeah, harassed by this certain person and his group of followers yeah and all of this harassment i'm going to use that word has happened because of this guy and the lies that he has spread and just people kind of jumping on the bandwagon because when this guy first started out giving me that kind of hate he got so much clout for it. I don't want everyone to like me. Like, I don't care either. I, don't, I, I honestly don't care for it. Like, but I have been roped into so many lies that like, at this point, all I want to do is just tell the truth. All you're here to do is not even clear your name. You're not no, clearing no, your name. I have no reason to. No, because what these people have done is they, they have suppressed the issues mm-hmm. and then they have gone full force with what they have in their head and what they think is true. Okay, so we'll go back to how all of this started. Yeah, we'll start from the very beginning. So there was a guy, we referred to him last time as Ali G, and we're going to stick with that. Yes. Um, so he originally made this page um, that was kind of like a meme page. It was basically made to rip into people, like to be horrible to people. It, yeah, it was. It was, it, somewhat, it was a bullying page. Yeah. Let's just say it. It was, it was a, bullying a bullying page. page. Um, and originally the page never started off being about me it was targeted a lot towards another car Car girl girl, who had a lot of followers when the page first started that wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) i had some sort of interaction with it i very briefly spoke to ali g um and if i'm honest i cannot remember what it was about but it was probably on my head that i had some sort of interaction with the page Mm. um shortly after that so i had already bought my 14 yeah i hadn't started OnlyFans yet and there was a meme that was made about my car yeah and i was like okay this is where it starts like if i react to it this is going to carry on and i was stupid enough 
to react to it yeah i told this bitch i literally told her countless times i was like if anyone says anything nasty to you like if that page is the start or whatever just don't say anything because we're better than that but no no, no, she reacted. I reacted. I was she stupid reacted. enough to react. She did. Um, then I started OnlyFans, and then it got ridiculous. Mm. Um, and there was just memes coming out of everywhere. There was constantly people being horrible to me. There was, like, just... It was a shitstorm for a while. Ultimately, this entire page started to build itself around um, being so horrible to me and making other people be so horrible to me yeah because it wasn't just the page and it wasn't just the posts or the stories it was also the comments mm -hmm. it was the message requests you were getting it was everything that comes with someone trying to be a nasty leader yeah and like i've had a lot of hate before yeah but like i had never had it in this kind of kind of volume until this guy and to this day i will never understand how he has influence over so many people had influence had, yeah. over so many people and it honestly baffles me why people would want to be horrible to me because nobody actually knew me personally like a lot of them had never spoken to me they probably never followed me they didn't know anything about me they didn't even know your name no for real they did not yeah. but because they saw some other guy that was posting horrible stuff about me and getting clout from these memes which people found funny everybody wanted to jump on this bandwagon yeah and get that clout i literally had no idea who this guy was no i had never no heard idea until we put that meme of me yeah on there where which he came after what we're going to talk about next yes exactly so that's a good point for me to make actually yeah i had never heard of this ali g guy before like obviously his his, his actual name isn't ali g but that's what we're going by yeah um i had no idea who he was literally not a clue um, and he kind of had this personal vengeance on me. When I had interacted with the page, I didn't know it was him who ran it. No, because it no. was anonymous to begin with. Yeah. And then after he started getting all this clout, he put his name to the page because he felt some kind of... Fame. Fame. Fame, <laughs> yes. Is. That's incredible Rec Recognition. Yeah, he wanted the recognition that it was him that was making these funny memes and yeah, he no, was the one. Funny. I say meme. funny. Yeah, quote, funny, not funny at all. Um, you know, to be fair, some of them were funny, they were witty, but they just weren't nice. No, we just laughed at them because they were about us and nasty, they but like, it was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> lol. <But laughs> kind of creative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had had a little bit of contact with him where I contacted him and I was like, look, I need you to stop. Like, this is getting ridiculous now. And he had no intention of stopping. He was getting too much clout from it. Mm. So September 2019 rolls around mm -hmm. and a beautiful car show, edition 38, yes. comes around. Yes. It that was, was so fun. Wasn't it? Well, to an extent. To an extent. The actual cars that came and the majority of the, the people that we met. It was lovely. It was lovely. It, I love edition. Yeah, they had so many vans. I was so in love. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, it was my second year there, and it, Taylor came with me. It was the, the only time that you've been. It was my first year, yeah. And we went with the rest of the girls, a couple of the guys, and like we were just having a good time. It was, yeah, a really good time. I was fully aware that Ali G was there, and I was trying my best to stay out of his way. I had every intention of staying out of his way. I could not be bothered with any kind of confrontation. Mm. Like, it just wasn't what I was there for. I wanted to spend time with my friends, look at some cool cars, have a good time, get drunk, 
and that was my complete intention for the weekend. I walked up to where there was like a large group of people, everyone would just kind of sit around chatting, drinking, um, and I was with a group of friends, and then me and my friend Ellen decided we were gonna walk to the toilets. So we went up to the toilets, and as we were walking through, I saw Ali G, and this is where his nickname, nickname comes from, dressed as Ali G, yeah. and instantly I was like, fuck. Like, I knew he was coming over to me. Like, don't make eye contact, try, try not to look, don't want beef, this is embarrassing, awkward. Literally, I was just like, just walk, let me walk past, just stay away from me. Yeah. Like, that was just what I was hoping. But obviously, this guy being this guy, thinking he's a funny twat, came over to me, and he had this very, very large dildo. Yeah. And when I say very large, I mean, like, God, I don't even know. Like, I couldn't i I, could I just i could never i like i'm a bad bitch but i could never yeah no <laughs> no. <laughs> no i'm talking like it was huge yeah um, like it wiggled around it was that big he had a smaller one as well but for whatever reason he was like just chucking this one around everyone was laughing at him thinking he was hilarious and then in his words he set eyes on the target oh oh <laughs> yes that was the his target. exact words the target being me yeah so anyway him being the funny cunt that he is he comes over wiggles the dildo around in my face and like fully puts it in my face films it and goes hello could i please interview you please or something like yeah, that yeah like he was pretending to use it after he was pretending to use it as a microphone mm-hmm. and this is all in the video yeah that you can see all of it yeah this um, is in the, the video video's still up if anybody wants to go check it out yeah um, if, you, if you think we're lying <laughs> if or if you need lying, like if you need visuals or anything like that like he filmed it he thought it was hilarious he posted it mm-hmm. and obviously in that situation me and like a lot of people are the same when i'm nervous or i'm in a situation where i'm uncomfortable i laugh about it yeah. a lot of people deal with their shit that way they laugh it off because they're like what the fuck else do i do or especially right picture the scene there are loads and Hundreds loads of guys of yeah around. like there's loads of people around Everyone's there's this, watching. this guy that everyone is laughing at and then he comes over to you and everybody fully knows the situation between me and him they know what he's been saying and talking about me and doing to me online of course they're gonna be like right this is gonna be funny yeah like, this is gonna be some kind of show yeah. everyone is watching so it reacts nasty and mm-hmm. reacts with uh violence and, and you're in the wrong call, yeah everyone's gonna call me out for yeah it. or you laugh, laugh it, it off and you try and get out of that situation and you were okay with what happened mm-hmm. like that is that's the way that it was portrayed after that i was just thinking if i just laugh this off and kind of act like at that time because it was embarrassing of course it was humiliating imagine imagine having a dildo swung in your face everyone's everyone's laughing at you you feel uncomfortable you don't like this guy Mm -hmm. and and then he comes and does that that's that is uncomfortable and at some point he gave the reasoning that because i did only fans oh right that there was some sort of like it was okay because i was used to having dildos in my face no bitch i'm not (laughs) so let's make this very fucking clear for everyone listening our job anyone's job does not under any circumstances give you any right to treat someone in that way not even just in that way in that situation mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do it, it it doesn't matter like whether we work in the sex industry that doesn't mean we want to have sex with people just because we work in the sex industry doesn't mean that we want to have dildos shoved in our faces no just because we work in the sex industry doesn't mean that we're we're sexual all the time it's a job the the thought behind thinking that 
that was even okay in the first place to do that to someone who you have never met before the only time you've spoken to them is in a disrespectful manner when you've been taking the piss out of them and and harassing them and they're online. asking you to stop yeah I, and i had made it clear that i you don't like it yeah. yeah that that is this is where the problem lies is that everyone can go ahead and say oh he was only having fun he was only joking around they weren't friends they had already discussed the fact that sophie is uncomfortable with the memes that he is creating and the backlash that she is getting from this so for him to take it upon himself to have a sexual object in his hand and then treat sophie like a sexual object Mm -hmm. is unacceptable completely unacceptable and your feelings are so relevant in this there is not one person that can tell you the way you feel about this is wrong no and he has carried this on a lot recently and I feel like I haven't spoke about it that much. I don't really feel like I've ever massively spoken about it on socials. This is like the first time that I'm public... I say publicly. Like publicly speaking about it. It is publicly. And we only ever talk about this when he brings it back up. Yeah. And he just does not want to let the situation lie. To the point where last week, week before, he publicly said that I was accusing him of sexual harassment harassment. how i feel about the situation is completely relevant i am not asking him to feel the same way and i don't expect him to ever understand because he's never been subject to anything like that no as far as i can i'm aware yeah and yeah as far as we're aware as far as we're aware yeah he could have experienced something but like that's not my business um and a lot of the other people that are getting involved in this and feel like what I how I feel about the situation is completely disregarded. No, that's that that's not how it works. Like this this was something that happened to me. How I feel about it is how I feel about it. Yeah. I'm not asking anybody to change their minds. No, no, of course you're not. And the thing is, what happened is what happened. If they want to see it as absolutely fine, he did nothing wrong fine Mm -hmm. but But don't disregard how i feel about the situation when it happened to me yeah exactly and not just how you feel but what actually happened Mm -hmm. is unacceptable and publicly i have never accused him of anything i've left it off socials because there's no point people don't agree with me people aren't going to feel the same way about it because it didn't happen to them yeah um but for some reason this guy wants to post about the fact that i have publicly accused him when i haven't no exactly but it gets worse than this Mm -hmm. so even though this happened um and you tried to brush it off you tried to kind of (laughs) pretend it didn't happen in a way get over it Uh because of the humiliation that came with it and then again the backlash that came with it after you know what i tell you what i could have dealt with it a lot better had he not videoed it and posted it online because yeah. it would have stayed at addition it would have it would have been with the people that saw it and it would have been forgotten about but yeah. because there's a video publicly on the internet yeah it's never going away it got like a hundred times worse yeah it did not only did you get like threats from people in your inbox or the hate comments on your posts yeah <laughs> kept on going it was just like ev- everything that was being sent to me like the two weeks after edition were literally like the worst time yeah i remember you being so depressed i was at the end of my tether yeah i i remember this like i was actually worried mm-hmm. i was worried that that you would react in a way that you didn't want to be here anymore that's how it was i'm very lucky that like now because of this i have 
a very thick skin and back then i thought i had a very thick skin yeah but when this actually happens to you and you've got so many people that are just constantly telling you you're a piece of shit like attacking yeah that like you um had no right to feel how how i felt about the situation that happened at edition yeah literally how they were going to come and do shit to my car like i fully had threats that people were going to break into my house they were going to come and steal my car they were going to smash my car up they were going to throw thinners over my car Oh yeah, All the fucking sh- paint thinners yeah, stuff. Oh exactly. my god. There was some guy that literally commented on my YouTube video and was like, I hope that whilst you're asleep, somebody comes and smashes your car up. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Yeah, you because were attacked some other bad. Guy, yeah, because some other guy targeted me online. That, like, what have I actually done wrong? Because at that point, I hadn't done anything no. to anyone. I hadn't done anything to this alley guy. I hadn't done anything to like actually upset someone what was the reason what was the reason what was the reason what was the reason i just explained the reason what was the reason bitch when i spoke to him again after this and was like you need to stop that he was just like no you're biting it's funny yeah i was like i'm not biting that's exactly what he was saying yeah Yeah. i was like you're bullying like this you're you're being a bully yeah you're getting hundreds of people to turn against me and to give me shit yeah. For what? Yeah. Because you think it's funny. He was yeah, he was influencing an army of people to be nasty. Uh-huh. He was. Imagine if I'd killed myself. Yeah. And then it's too fucking late because I would have lost my best friend. Elliot would have lost his girlfriend. Her fucking family would have lost a sister, a daughter, a granddaughter. All because some guy got carried funny. away. I think until you're in that situation you don't actually realise like how much it affects you. Like, it's just knowing that everybody is talking about you. Everyone is, like, sharing embarrassing pictures of you. Yeah. Like, everyone's posting about you on their stories, calling you a slag. And, like, wor- words don't hurt me as much now. But, like, at that time, I was just, like... You were why... new to OnlyFans as well. Uh-huh. So and I that was, like, was like... Why does, why does everyone hate me? For... Yeah. What have I done? Yeah. Two weeks of, like, I would say that really bad spell after edition. Mm. There was a lot of live videos that were done by this guy. And, like, at this point, I had blocked him on everything. I got to the point where I had to shut down my socials because I simply could not deal with seeing the stuff people were saying about me because people were, like, kind of being... Some people were being nice about it and they were sending it to me just be like, just so you know this is what they're saying. And I'm like, "Uh, I appreciate your support and, like, the fact that you're saying you're sorry this is happening to me but I don't want to see it. Yeah. And, like, people were just tagging me and stuff and, like, there was no way of me not seeing it. So I had to come off of Instagram. Um, I think I disabled my Facebook as well because there was a Facebook page which the meme page had made. Uh, and I came off Twitter and I think that was, like, all I was really on at the time. And all they could actually contact you on. Literally everything, anything that, that people could tag me in, I came off of. Yeah. But I did get sent a lot of these live videos that were done that were basically built around... Um, just a group of people all at the same time commenting and talking shit about me. Yeah. Um, and Ali G replying to it and making empty threats. It was basically just a forum. Of people of just... Of people being nasty. Yeah. Like, it was just a place where Ali G could have his live limelight for that yeah. for that half an hour to an hour that he was on the live where they'd all gather together and they'd all say the shit about Sophie. And if, even me. Like, mm-hmm. they always made comments about my teeth and my eyes like disclaimer i don't fucking care in one of the live videos he was literally talking about how 
Elliot didn't defend me. Yeah, like he was antagonising Elliot to uh, to do more, to bite, yeah. to, to be worse than him. And for one, Elliot wasn't at addition. No. I'm almost certain that Elliot, had he known the situation, because when I told him what had happened, I rang him afterwards, he was fucking raging. And uh, anybody who knows Elliot knows that he does not a puppy. get angry. He is a puppy. He is the sweetest person you will ever meet. Yeah, he is. Until you piss him off. Ali G spent so much time talking about how the fact that Elliot hadn't done anything why what on earth is it going to achieve by Elliot telling you and messaging you and telling you to stop yeah I think like two months later Mm. we went to almost that I think that was in like November I had reactivated my Instagram I'd kind of just like said to myself like look this is going to happen I've got a considerable amount of followers people are going to hate me for whatever reason I sell my nudes like just fucking deal with it but this bitch started listening to me basically like yeah yeah literally (laughs) and like I was thinking like so what they're saying this about you like I was earning an incredible amount of money Mm. I had some fucking sick cars I was just like why am I actually getting upset no like you had you had amazing friends around you you had amazing family support around you why the fuck do these people matter ultimate stance comes around and i went with like five or six of my friends elliot was there like when you go to stance if you go there night before everybody knows you go to the spoons Mm. and you basically everybody gets pissed they sleep in the next morning turn up at the show and it's just good vibes like everybody loves ultimate stance obviously um so we're at the spoons and i see ali g walk in and i'm like fuck's sake this kid just is just always here and like obviously i wasn't gonna expect him to not be at the show anybody can be at the show anyone can be in that weatherspoons like whatever um just bad timing really isn't it yeah just honestly just bad timing i'm just gonna completely ignore the fact he's here don't give a shit um and like at this point the harassment online hadn't stopped at all like he was still going for it whatever mm. and he for some reason came up to the area where we were it's quite a big spoons and was just kind of like standing in the circle that I was in. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, oh, for God's sake. Like, and I was trying to move around, go and speak to different people to kind of stay away from him. And it got to the point where I was sat with one of my friends. Um, we were just sat there having a drink. And the boys had gone, so Elliot and her boyfriend had, had gone somewhere. And Ali G was stood with one of his friends. They kept looking over and kind of, like, laughing. And, like, I could tell they were trying to, like, antagonise me a little bit. So I said to him, I was like, look, mate, obviously I was a bit drunk as well. I was like, thank you, Theo. Can you just fuck off? Like, literally just leave me alone. He was like, what? I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. And I was like, you're in my space. You keep moving around me. Yeah. Just leave me alone. It's antagonising. Yeah. And like, just the fact that he was being there, he knew that he was antagonising me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, mate. Him and his mates start pissing around. Me and my friend get up, we go and stand over with our boyfriend. So we had our bags and our coats that were on the seat and there was everybody's drinks that was in our group. They were all on that table. Him and his mates start pissing around. One of them pushes the other person into our table, sends all of our drinks flying all over our bags, all over our coats. I'm like, you fucking idiot. And I'm at the end of my table with this. I was yeah. like, honestly, mate, just fuck off. Like, just leave me alone. He was like, and all he could say for himself was, I haven't done anything to you. I haven't done anything to you. Bye. Why are <laughs> you kicking bye. off? I haven't done anything to you. Oh. Whilst I'm here trying to grab my coats and my bags and stuff. Uh, my friend's boyfriend is kicking off because he's just witnessed his girl, his girlfriend's bag and coat be drenched in Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. 
Elliot's there trying to hold me back, like, don't kick off, honestly, it's not worth it, just ignore him, just leave him. And I'm like, fuck you. He ends up, I'm pretty sure he got escorted away, or he left for whatever reason. You I just forgot about it. reap what you fucking sow. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I wasn't here. I, I, I can't comment on anything that happened on this one because I wasn't there. I didn't witness any of it. There was no videos of it. You know, I, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't comment. Mm-hmm. You cannot expect to um, harass them on the internet and have your army of people continue to be nasty to them. And then when it comes down to being in their personal space, you cannot expect someone to not react when you do something like mm-hmm. spill alcohol all over their shit. I didn't really hear from him too much over Christmas and New Year and stuff like that. No, he gave you like a really nice little like yeah, Christmas break. Yeah, he gave me a nice little break. <laughs> like, I was very grateful for it. Um, and then Ultimate Dubs 2020 comes around. Yes. We love an Ultimate Dubs. Oh, we do love a UD. So turns out Ali G was there and somehow him and Elliot managed to get into a conversation and Elliot asked him to come and apologise to me. Ali G then came over to me and like, I was very grateful that Elliot would kind of think of doing that for me. Yeah. But I just did not want to speak to him. Like, no. I didn't want any contact with him. He came over and asked to pull me to a side and have a chat. And I was like, oh, okay, like what have you got to say? But he was kind of nice about it. He was very like calm. And I was like, okay, maybe we're going to get something yeah. somewhere here. Yeah. Um, he pulled me to a side and he was like, look, I'm really sorry for everything that happened. Um, I had my own kind of problems going on and I took it out on you on the internet. And I was like, okay, but at that, that, that time, I just didn't want to speak to him. I wanted to be away from him. So I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Like it's done, it's dusted. Like, let's just call it a day now. Like I'm not bothered. Just, I want you to leave me alone. Yeah. He tried to give me a hug and I was like, no. no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave him like some kind of high five or something. Yeah. But I was like, okay, done, dusted, leaving that shit behind. I actually woke up the next morning to a message from him that said, all right, stranger, it was actually good to talk to you last night. Feel a lot better having spoke to you properly about confrontation. Peace and love from now on. <laughs> April, 2020 comes around yeah we're in a global panasonic (laughs) (laughs) we're in a global parmesan Parmesan. we're in a global pandemic i am gonna put myself out there and say i didn't take it seriously and i'm I'm guilty of not taking it seriously and now i understand now you understand because you have the information like i said i don't condone it but i understand so two days into lockdown i had just moved out of elliot's there had been some sort of relationship breakdown, we weren't living together, so I ended up getting my own place where I was living completely isolated. The only person I was seeing was uh, my mechanic when I was going down there and working on my 14 with him. And because I wasn't taking everything as seriously as what I should be, basically an opportunity came up for me to buy a Skyline and I stupidly went and did it. Like, I can't change what happened. Like, I understand now why I was in the wrong. I've apologised to everybody that I upset from doing this, but, like, I have to own up to what I did. You did. I mean... I don't know whether this is relevant or whether I should... I'm going to say it anyway, but why didn't the guy that sold you the car get any shit? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But if Ali G didn't want you to get so much hate, why would he come for you again? Publicly, so publicly. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people had a lot of things to say about me. It wasn't just him, it was like a lot of people posting on their stories, but a lot of it came from him. Like they he kind of sent all of them to target me. Yeah. Um so that was kind of like the next thing that happened and that happened for weeks and people still 
hang that over my head now despite the fact that I've owned up to it and I've said like yes I did this it was wrong kind of annoying thing I guess and obviously again I'm still not condoning my actions but these people specifically that targeted me were very aware of uh other people were breaking the rules I have a friend I'm not going to name him because it's just not fair he spoke to me throughout the pandemic and was like look I hope you're okay I can see the shit that you're getting um and because I got shit about buying a car he said to me he was like look I went out last week and I bought a car yeah and I was like okay like cool like speaking to him about it and he was like yeah I don't understand because he was in a house party with uh Ali G and a couple of the other people which had been talking shit about me yeah he happened to end up in this house party cool with these people whilst they were talking shit about me um and he was like yeah but you guys know that i've just been and bought a car and they were like yeah yeah but we like you yeah do you want me to answer why why why, why they were okay with it because they liked him no 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 that's not why it's because it wasn't you <laughs> yeah because, because they it... had no reason to to hate on this guy he's, yeah he's a, a, a very lovable guy everybody likes him nobody has an issue with him he doesn't sell his nudes on the internet oh that's the that's the difference yeah he doesn't have any fans he doesn't have any fans (laughs) they they had someone in front of them that was going i've just done the same thing as her and them going that's okay okay. that's that's fine that's okay so if you're if you're wondering why we're doing this podcast now um because in the last two weeks or so like he has come back he has started again i know that you're trying to be hurtful but it just doesn't work like because everything we have stated has been Facts. facts and we even promised ourselves and each other that when we come to this podcast what we will talk about will just be what happened all of this has come back up over the past two weeks because of our last podcast yeah um where i said that we were going to talk about a situation that happened to me this situation that we have just talked about but simply because it was in the same sentence as taylor talking about a sexual harassment that she dealt with yeah which actually fully happened which fully happened yeah she he he even took that as i was accusing him of sexual assault and he has made this accusation a couple times of accusing me of accusing him yeah that has never happened no those words have never come out of your mouth no towards him have never said that like i said before how i feel about the situation is how i feel about the situation nobody else has to agree with me and he started putting all of this on his story i messaged him and you can go and see everything that was said because it's, it's on his page of course it is um i messaged him and i was like look i don't understand what's happened here like all i said is that i want to talk about the situation i want to talk about my story because people still bring it up and he just lost his shit kind of he was just kind of like all he kept saying was so i want you to publicly tell people that I haven't sexually assaulted you. Yeah. And I was like, I've already put something on my story for my own benefit because that those words didn't come from my mouth. No, never. So this podcast is to clear up the fact that we're telling you what happened. We're telling you how we both felt about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're making sure that it's very clear that those words never happened. He created them. We never speak about this. Mm -hmm. We never correct him. We never correct anyone. We take the shit and we keep on with our lives. That ends today. Mm -hmm. Like, we are doing this podcast and that ends today. So, obviously, now, because of the global Panasonic, we are all in a lockdown. Um, But... Again, 3.0. Lockdown 3.0, thanks, Boris. Um, So, because of this... 
me and Taylor have put ourselves in a social bubble. So I now live by myself and you are currently living with your sister. Yeah, she so decided to move in because she couldn't deal with living at my mum's house. So she moved I in. I understand. <laughs> yeah. So she moved in for this lockdown, mm-hmm. which means I am a household with her. Mm-hmm. You are a household. I'm a like a single household. So guess what that means, guys? We're able to form a social bubble. We the can have a social bubble. The reason we did this is because we've just launched our company. We're trying to run and build a business together. That we need we to have, see each other. Yeah, exactly. We have this podcast and we've got loads of other stuff that we just need to do together. So I kind of took the hit in, I won't see my family for six weeks. Yeah. Um, and I took the hit, like, I won't see my family. I won't see my boyfriend. Yeah. Exactly. We'll just, we'll have what well, us three, me, you and my sister. Me, yeah. yeah. Um, so on Saturday night, I went over to Taylor's house. We had a Chinese, thanks to her sugar daddy. And, um, and we had a couple of drinks. We then decided, oh, it'd be funny if we did an Instagram live. So we were sat on the Instagram live for a bit. A couple of people popped up and and questioned what we were doing. Questioned our integrity. Yeah. They didn't even question it. They were just like, nice to see that you're following the rules. Don't accuse us of not following them. straight away kind of went in with you're breaking the rules where's the social distancing we explained ourselves quite a few times and explained what the situation was explained that i was living by myself explained that we formed a social bubble because we were working together we did fuck around a little bit with our answers and made it kind of confusing but that's because it's no one's fucking business we don't we don't have to disclaim that we're following the rules we don't need to say that because we know we are exactly so i've just realized why my mic's been off because the whole time i've had it like this rather than like this (gasps) How annoying is that? That better not come through on there. I hope not. Anyway, because of this Instagram live, um, somebody had got a little bit funny about it and they decided to call the police. Yes, they did and call the police. Us. Yeah, so the police came to mind the morning after. Um, they got me out of bed, which is, I'm kind of thankful for because I wouldn't have otherwise. <laughs> um, and they said, we've had a report that you had more than one person in your home last night. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, right. Like kind, of, they were kind of like shocked that I agreed, um, and then they said that well, the report says that you're not from the same household, and I was like, no, we're not. Um, they're in my social bubble, not social, my support bubble. And when I said that my sister lives here, Sophie lives by herself. Sophie's in my support bubble. We also work together, so no matter what, we're going to be in a close proximity mm-hmm. for the fact that we have a job together. Yeah. Um, I basically just said the the bluntest information that they needed and they were like okay that's fine yeah sorry for wasting your time have a nice day and then left so it was a waste of fucking time calling the police because like we said we do not have to disclaim that we are not breaking the rules because because we 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 know we're not we know we're not we were fully aware of what we were doing was allowed so i suppose the the point of this part is mind your fucking business yeah because people do things that they need to do based around their situation Mm -hmm. and our situation being that we've took the hit on things that we need to um but we're not breaking the rules so thank you so much for everyone's input on that yeah but we thought we'd just disclaim this in this podcast because we're not going to touch up on it again the only reason we bring it up is because ali g decided to go on a really long rant and say how it was horrible to see us flaunting breaking the rules like how can we do that when everyone else is suffering we are fucking suffering we're not seeing our family we're not seeing our other friends we're not i'm not seeing my boyfriend sophie's not seeing elliot like you know things are difficult things for are, everyone yeah things are really fucking difficult he said with his whole chest 
that I didn't live alone, that I live with Elliot. My man's acting like he lives in his spare room or something. Like he's fully hacked into my CCTV. But I understand why people are getting a little bit funny about if they would think we were breaking the rules, but yeah, we're not. but so we're not. So leave it. <laughs> just, just leave, leave it. it. Um, that's kind of it. We're yeah. reaching like high numbers. It's our longest podcast ever. This is our longest podcast, but there's so much juicy information. This there simply is... couldn't have been split up into like two or three. Like we had to just put this all in one. Yeah, because anyone that wants to know the facts, anyone that cares to know what actually, actually happened, happened, then this podcast is here for that. We're just disclaiming what happened. Um, we're disclaiming once that we do follow the rules for the lockdowns Mm -hmm. and that's basically it if you've listened till the end i'm fucking proud of you that's fucking incredible if you did listen to this entire thing if you've got to the end sorry please (laughs) message me and i will paypal you five pounds because (laughs) thank you very fucking much um yeah that's kind of it really so i guess see you next time see you next time follow our social medias uh mine is underscore life of taylor and mine is sbodysof underscore don't forget to follow the never would i ever podcast which is nwie podcast on instagram and also go and follow our new company instagram so sx creators and sx studio we will be explaining that very soon obviously go and check out our website and go and see what sx creators is all about i'm very excited for all of my OnlyFans girls and guys to get involved in this sxcreators.com have a look at and we will see you next time. Bye, bitches. Bye.